day. Once again, thank you for joining us for day seven of Luke December Challenge 2022. Today we are reading Luke chapter seven and joining us, our dear sister, join us from Canada, Bumi Ibitoye. Afterwards, I will identify three treasures from Luke chapter seven. Now over to you, sis. Thank you. Thank you very much. Luke chapter seven. After he had finished all his sins in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. Now a centurion had a servant who was sick and at the point of death, who was highly valued by him. When the centurion heard about Jesus, he sent to him elders of the Jews, asking him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they pleaded with him earnestly, saying, He is worthy to have you do this for him. Verse 5 For he loves our nation, and he is the one who built us a synagogue. And Jesus went with them. When he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore, I did not presume to come to you, but say the word, and let my servant be healed. For I too am a man set under authority, with soldiers under me. And I say to one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my servant, Do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. And turning to the crowd that followed him, said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. Verse 10. And when those who had sent returned to the house, they found the servant well. Soon afterward, he went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the town, Behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a considerable crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came up and touched the bear, and the bearer stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise, verse 15, and the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, a great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him spread throughout the whole Judea and all the surrounding country. The disciples of John reported all these things to him, and John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? Verse 20. And when the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? In that hour 
he healed many people of diseases and plagues and evil spirits and on many who were blind he bestowed sight and he answered them go and tell john what you have seen and heard the blind receive their sight the lame walk lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear the dead are raised up the poor have good news preached to them and blessed is the one who is not offended by me when john's messengers had gone jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning john what did you go out into the wilderness to see a reed shaken by the wind what then did you go out to see a man dressed in soft clothing behold those who are dressed in splendid clothing and live in luxury are in king's courts what then did you go out to see a prophet yes i tell you and more than a prophet verse 27 this is he of whom it is written behold i send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you i tell you among those born of women none is greater than john yet the one who is least in the kingdom of god is greater than he when all the people heard this and the tax collectors too they declared god just having been baptized with the baptism of john but the pharisees and the lawyers rejected the purpose of god for themselves not having been baptized by him verse 31 to what then shall i compare the people of this generation and what are they like they are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another we played the flute for you and you did not dance we sang a dirge and you did not weep for john the baptist has come eating no bread and drinking no wine and you say he has a demon the son of man has come eating and drinking and you say look at him a gluten and a drunkard a friend of tax collectors and sinners verse 35 yet wisdom is justified by all our children one of the pharisees asked him to eat with him and went into the pharisee's house and reclined at table and behold a woman of the city who was a sinner when she learned that he was reclining at the table in the pharisee's house brought an alabaster flask of ointment and standing behind him at his feet weeping she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with the air of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment now when the pharisee who had invited him saw this he said to himself if this man were a prophet he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him for she is a sinner verse 40 and jesus answering said to him 
Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. Verse 41. A certain money lender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he cancelled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, The one, I suppose, for whom he cancelled the larger debt. And he said to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning toward toward the woman he said to Simon do you see this woman I entered your house you gave me no water for my feet but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair verse 45 you gave me no kiss but from the time I came in she has not ceased to kiss my feet you did not anoint my head with oil but she has anointed my feet with ointment therefore i tell you our sins which are many are forgiven for she loved much but he who is forgiven little loves little and he said to her your sins are forgiven then those who are who were at the at the table with him began to say among themselves who is this who even forgives sins verse 15 the last verse and he said to the woman your faith has saved you go in peace and yes you just listened to the voice of our dear sister Bumi Ibitoye reading Luke chapter 7 for day 7 of the Luke December challenge 2022 on gospel bells radio and now we are trying to identify the treasures in luke chapter 7 and we're not going to exhaust all the treasures we want you to also join us in this treasure hunt uh identify the treasures in luke chapter 7 and share with us on whatsapp or or any of the forms on our page and the first treasure that we that we have found in luke chapter 7 is this your prayers reveal your understanding of who God is. The prayers you say reveal the, your understanding of who God is. And why are we saying this? We are looking at that centurion, uh, the centurion whose servant was sick to the point of death. Number one, if you, you believe in a God that is all-powerful, uh, the God uh, of whom the angel Gabriel said, nothing shall be impossible, and the God of all flesh, shall nothing, be, nothing shall be impossible for me. If you believe in that God, then you will never give up. You will pray great prayers. This centurion sent for Jesus Christ. Listen, although his servant was sick to the point of death, some versions say uh, he was sick to the point of death. This version, New King James Version, says uh, he was sick and ready to die. So that servant was so ill, so sick, uh, it was, uh, that people had given up on him to the point of death. Yet the centurion sent for Jesus Christ. Can you pray big prayers like that? Again, I repeat it. The prayers you pray reveal your understanding of who God is. Again, the prayers you pray reveal your understanding of who God is. If you believe that God is spirit, that he moves through time and space, that is is present everywhere, that is not bound by time and space, then you will say to him, just like this centurion, what this centurion said, 
saying, no, don't, you don't need to come. Just say the word. 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 And, and that is the kind of faith that we do not see among us uh, any longer. We find many Christians unable to believe, unable to rest until uh, ants have been laid on them by, by, by a man of God, until a man of God has been invited into their house, until they have touched some oil, anointed, until they've gone on a mountain. You know, we want physical physical things to touch to see someone and to have someone touch us to put some something on our faces to climb up some high mountain until uh, we are dressed but you know what those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth god is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth and again we say the prayers you say will reveal your understanding of who god is if god is all powerful then you are going to pray bold and big prayers he can do all things nothing shall be impossible uh, for him if you believe god is everywhere you say to him lord just say the word say the word from your throne of power and it will be well with me and we should never forget faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of of things not seen, of things not seen. Let us move away uh, from that, from that weakness of always wanting to see some physical proof, to always touch something, to have something touch us. No, God is spirit, and like this centurion, we have a lot to learn. The centurion, the centurion said, "Lord, you do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy that you enter under my roof. Therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you, but just say the word, just say the word, and my servant will be healed." And you see, this is the exact kind of faith that Jesus is looking for in you and in me. For when Jesus heard these words, the uh, gospel records here, verse 9, he marveled at him and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. It should be like this man. We should be like this man, not wanting physical proof, not wanting to be in a particular church, to go thousands of miles to a particular place. No, just believe that, the, that God is spirit and that his word, his word said from his throne on eye is sufficient. Yes, and the second treasure that we have found in Luke chapter 7 is this. Don't forget, Jesus is compassionate. Jesus is compassionate. He takes no pleasure in your tears. Jesus is compassionate. He takes no pleasure in your tears. And you see that from verses 12 and 13. He came near the gate of the city. Behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother. She was a widow, and a large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her. The Lord had compassion on her the same way that he looks at your plight and he has compassion on you. Whenever you are troubled, the Lord will, uh, he, he's always moved, he's always moved uh, by circumstances. Of course, you remember John eleven thirty five. the Lord visited the house of Lazarus who had died. He saw the grief of everyone around and what did he do? He wept, he wept, he wept. Oh, how blessed are you that you have a Savior who is compassionate, who is compassionate. He cares. He cares. It takes no pleasure in your tears. So when you weep, you say, it moves his heart. It moves. And I pray that the Lord will say to your grief, he will say uh, to your sorrows, and from, from his throne on eye, he will take compassion on you and comfort you and help you out of your distresses in Jesus' name. Amen. And the final treasure that we have identified today from Luke 7 is this. Mature Christians can learn from the faith and devotion of new converts. Mature Christians can learn from the faith and devotion of new converts. Let's begin. And you see Luke 7. One could argue that Luke 7 uh, is 
devoted to this lesson. The lesson that those who are already in the faith, those who have known the Lord, ought not to block their heart, ought to uh, to renew their relationship with Him, so much so that it would not happen that those who are new in faith would take their place, that those who are new in faith would take up all the blessings. Because familiarity can rob, can rob one of the blessings that one should get from God. Remember that prayer of the Bible that says, uh, when the Lord went to his own city, uh, they did not believe in him. Why? The son of Joseph, and he did not do uh, many miracles there. He did not do many miracles there. Look at the centurion. Not from Israel, yet his faith surpassed those of the people of Israel, those whose forefathers knew the Lord, who uh, who have had centuries, centuries of relationship with God. But this centurion, uh, this centurion, uh, most likely a Roman, displayed such faith that moved our Lord to marvel. That moved our Lord to marvel. And what is more? And what is more, we also have this account. And then, of course, we also have this account, the account of that woman, uh, some Bible versions, uh, the describe her as a woman of the city, a sinner, according to a sinner. And, you know, she went to Jesus Christ, began to weep, and began to wash his feet with her tears and to wipe his feet with the air on her head. Think about that. She had just come to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. She is acknowledging Jesus as Lord and as Savior. I know what she did. She began to wash. She started weeping. She brought a an alabaster flask of, flag, of fragrant oil, an alabaster flask of fragrant oil, a very expensive oil. She opened it, anointed at the feet of her Lord with that oil, washed his feet, wiped uh, his feet with the ears of her head, and she kissed him. And anointed him with the fragrant oil. You see, that is the devotion, the devotion of somebody who has come to Christ newly, newly. And I love what our Lord said to Peter when some of them uh, took exception, when they took exception to what was happening. Did our Lord not say to Peter? Our Lord said to Peter, I entered your house, you gave me no water for my feet. But she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the air of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. And you see, mature Christians can learn from the faith and devotion of new converts. We can learn from the faith of that centurion who I knew that Jesus... Who knew that he did not have, he did not need to have Jesus under his roof? That the word spoken by Jesus has power. He knew that the word spoken by Jesus has power, and the Lord just said the word. We also be we should learn from the devotion of this new convert, this woman who had just come to faith. But we know, you know what happens for those of us who have been long in the faith. Do we still welcome Jesus with such passion? Do we still welcome him uh, with such devotion? Do we still show the same honor, the same respect, the same reverence, the same awe as those who have just come to faith in him, as those whose many sins have been forgiven? Because what happens is, because many of us uh, accepted Jesus Christ from an early age, we may say to ourselves, well, uh, I wasn't such a big sinner anyway. I wasn't such an outstanding sinner. I came to faith early, early enough. But you know what? Those who have been forgiven, they realize, they appreciate how, how highly they should revere the Lord, how passionately they should love Him, how reverently they should worship Him. We should never lose our, we should never, never lose our, our the passion uh, with which we serve Him, uh, the reverence in which we hold Him. Mature Christians can learn from the faith and devotion 
of new convert. Of course, Revelation 2 5, you know, in that letter, uh, the Spirit exalted that church. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. Do the things you did at first. Mature Christians should always look at the passion, the faith, and the devotion of new converts and learn from them and be reminded to do the things that they also did at first when they first came uh, to the to the knowledge of the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for joining us today for day seven of Luke December Challenge 2022. Do you want to add to the treasures in Luke 7? Do reach out to us on WhatsApp or use any of the forms on our page. Thank you once again to our dear sister Bumi Bitoye. God bless you really good. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow at 9 p.m. for day eight of Luke December Challenge 2022. God bless you. God bless you indeed. Gospelbellsradio.com is a community of believers learning together, praying together, bearing one another's bodies, and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you. Hello, friends. My name is Deoni, and I love listening to Gospelbellsradio.com. I love listening to Gospel Bells Radio. My name is Muyuma Jimmy. Hello friends, my name is Olufumbi and I love listening to GospelBellsRadio.com. Learning together, praying together, bearing one another's burdens and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you.